0: Stories of the Unusual.
1: This is Arch Obler. Tonight's play is somewhat ungrammatically titled Him or Me because it's about an ungrammatical, unethical character whom we're all meeting
0: all too frequently in our troubled world. If ever a playwright wrote a play in blood, that's the way I did this one. It begins after a short message. And now, Arch Obler's unusual play called "Him or Me." Listen to the thoughts of Bill Carr. Him or me, him or me, him or me, him or me, him or me. Him or me. Why do I keep thinking that round and in my head? Him or me, him or me. No, it's him, him, him. It's gotta be him. How can I love you, little rat? Ah, I gotta think. Figure out an angle. you got an angle, you can beat any rats. I'll figure out where it started, where it went, how it's been going. Then I'll figure out an angle. Now, where did it begin? Where did it begin? Wind. Why do I remember the wind? I stood in that lousy army transport deck and I was laughing. Fifteen grand in my kick. And Chicago waiting. Nice and juicy. Yeah. I remember... First night back, that old sucker's car got off at the boat. Night, he pulled up. He said, "Want a lift, soldier?" Yeah, brand new convertible. I remember. Are uh, you sure you're warm enough, young man? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Uh, Cora, she's Mrs. Potter, always makes fun of me, carrying all those blankets and things. But when you travel down the road, as long as I have and in my territory, you just have to be ready for any contingent. You've got a nice car. Oh, yes. You see, it's a surprise, for Mrs. Potter. <laughs> but she won't know about it for two weeks. And, uh, listen, could you pull up a minute? i uh Why? Uh... I'm gonna be sick. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, hey, I... Do so you want to get out? I mean, I... Your hands! What? No! Please! Please! Yeah. Brand new convertible. Two weeks, he said, and his he wouldn't start yelling at the cops for three, and by that time I'd be back in Chicago in the car to have a new paint job and a new engine number. I looked out of the window. We were parked. Right on a bridge. And below, there was water. Up you go! You wanted to go fishing, mister? Okay! Oh, faster. It's faster, I gotta figure it all out. The time is gone. I gotta figure an angle. What happened there? I got to remember. the a car. Yeah. On the way to Chicago. Oh, but first, I have to settle an old score, I've been waiting for 15 years in my hometown. Paper, mister? Paper? No, no, no. Hey, uh, tell me something, will you? Uh, uh a guy named J.B. Ronan, still run this town? Old man Ronan? Yeah. Well,
2: mister, he don't have to run it. He owns it. Bang, most of the filling stations, the newspaper. Old well, man Ronan's got... Hey, 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 look. Well, see got this across the street?
0: Yeah. That's old man Ronan's, too. That's a doggy. That was you, Katie, who was talking about. And seeing you made it a lot easier to hang around town and figure out an angle to settle my score with your old man. i another, not young man, I'm a... After all, this is quite an occasion. An occasion, Mr. Roe? Why, of course. Prodigal son returns with a fatted calf. <laughs> oh, yeah? You run me out of town, didn't you, Mr. Roe? No, no, I didn't do that exactly. I, uh... I felt another atmosphere would get you away from certain unfortunate influences. And it certainly did straighten you out. I had to think that you're now a businessman, no less. Yeah, the past is the past, as far as I'm concerned. And here you are, older, prosperous, and a welcome guest. Oh, Cathy, come in here. I want you to meet an old friend of mine. Yeah, you were the answer, Kay, the angle. But you did not play, did you, Kay?
3: Oh, Bill, please. I, I like you very much. Of course I do. But after all, I've only known you a week. Oh, please, Bill, don't let me talk. I'm just a small town girl. You frighten me a little. But I do like you very much. I think about you all the time. Yeah,
0: just a nice small town girl, okay? <laughs> So, wedding bells were the price of the payoff, okay, I said. Might have the preacher say the words over me a couple of times before the war. One more time I'm gonna hurt me. And when I got through with you and your old man's bankroll, I'd square the score, yeah. With interest for 15 years.
1: I'm not for this marriage, Bill. Had I known you intended to stay in our town, I would have seen to it that my daughter never met you.
0: <laughs> Papa didn't have a
1: chance.
3: Bill, please. Turn off the big light. shining right in my eyes. Oh, sure.
0: Yeah, Is that
3: it?
0: Huh? Did I turn off the bed lamp, too?
3: After the champagne. Oh. <laughs> I bet we're the only people who ever stole champagne from their own wedding. <laughs> <laughs> to us, Bill. Always. Yeah. <sighs> Bill. Mm -hmm. Well, here I am, married to you and you're here, and I love you, but I don't really know you.
0: Mm
3: Hmm? I've got to ask you something, right now. Oh, go ahead. All those years away from town, and then coming back all of a sudden, I've got no bill. Did you come back because you didn't know she'd gotten married? No. I mean, Lily Ellis. Oh. Yeah. Some people were saying you really left town because of her. Did you come back because of her, too? Lily Ellis. She
0: said Lily Ellis for a minute. I couldn't remember. Lily Ellis. Oh, and I married her, too. And then I remember Jan. Blonde gal I played hard with. I said to Kay, No, baby, I don't even remember Lily Ellis. Now, how about another? And then, I remember, I started to get out of bed. My right foot touched the floor. Only it wasn't the floor. Something soft and warm. It bit. I fell over like a back on the bed. My elbow hit something. It was Kay. Screaming. running. I jaw to one side. And it was blood on my foot and I knew. It. A rat. I stepped on a rat and he bit me, and when I fell like back, I hit his jaw and a book. Rats! Rats! What do you mean, rats? It's a brand new house. How could there be any rats? Gunk! And you hit her and you broke her jaw. Well, you won't get the chance to hurt her again. She's safe at home and she's staying there. I'll get the marriage know You went away, Mr. Rowland, with the door closed behind you. I knew that job was finished. It was no good. The weeks were wasted. I was out, cold. All my scheming, the doll of the gal, the pay the all finished by one lousy little rat. Ah. Only was there a rat? I sat down, me in a bottle, and the more I kept drinking, the more I kept thinking, was there a rat? Was there a rat? I fell asleep.
1: (coughs) I woke
3: up.
0: A shot. Who? Who? And then I saw a bottle of whiskey smashed on the floor. In my sleep, I... And then I saw something else. Animal tracks. Wet animal tracks. Running across the floor as something went through the liquor. I got to my feet and I followed them across the room, through the door, and then they were gone. They were lost in the carpet, but now I knew there was a rat.
3: I'll, I'll get you, you back, rat. I'll get you, a rat. Yeah, I still hate yellow rat. rat. Nobody had
0: ever got the best of me. Nobody. Or Ben and Sam Contreras, Max Reaver, dead, right. Nobody beat me, nobody. I wasn't going away. I was staying there. As long as it took me to get that rat, him or me. That's when I know it. Him or me. return to Arch Obler's strange play, Him or Me. Listen to the thoughts of Bill Carr. Him or Me, Him or Me, Him or Me, Him or Me. No, no, no. Him. Him. Yeah. he's spent that. I want to do that morning. Yeah, yeah, I remember I went out into the street, just like I was. Everybody saw me.
2: Hi, Mr. Carr. How's the bride? Hi, uh, Bill. What's the rush? Uh Hello, Bill. Anything I can do, do for
0: you? Uh, yeah. Some traps. Give me some traps, will you? Traps? What kind of traps? Bear traps. Go traps. Rat uh, traps. Give me three. No, no. Uh, and make, make it four. Now, give me a dozen. Right. Why? Give me some
1: poison. A dozen boxes of rat poison. Now, wait a minute. There aren't that many rats in no, the... Don't argue with you, you fool. Now, stop. Get it for me. Will you it Get it for me.
0: In a couple of minutes, I was out of the place to stuff in my arms, almost running. And I could see people turning at me, watching me run, stuff in my arms, my face the way it was, without washing, shaving. And then she was there,
3: the blonde Still calm, old oh, people. Say, I bet you don't even remember Yeah, me. well, well I, I was... You when... don't? You so-and-so. I'm Lily. Lily Alice. Oh, sure. I know. I mean, I... Oh, you big, handsome lug. have I mean, she you got a kiss for your old girlfriend after all these years? Come on, I know you. You're not the bad
0: type. And then you were grinding your lips on mine. Weren't you, Lily? You didn't think. You didn't know. You didn't care. Everybody watching. Everybody stopping in the street watching. Bill Carr just got married to old man Rune's kid. Kissing his old
2: girlfriend out there in front of everybody.
3: Look, look, Bill. We're stopping traffic. Come on, let's get out of here.
2: How about taking you to break? I know, no, no. I, I... All right,
3: all right. We'll go over to my place and... Well, for heaven's sake, what's in those boxes? Breakfast things? Poisoned grain. For heaven's sake, Bill, what are you doing with all those boxes of poison grain? Who are you killing and when? I got away from her. Back in
0: the house, I set the traps. I put the poison stuff across the head of the stairs, crisscross all over the kitchen floor. And then I went into the bedroom. And then I saw Where I left the bureau drawer open? Everything was torn to pieces. All my identification papers, my billfolds, and the rest of my dough. My dough. Fifteen thousand bucks, chewed up in little pieces. My dough. And then a phone. All right. All right. Oh, who is Oh, is that you, Bill? Yeah. Listen, Mr. Ronan. Kay's got it in her head that she wants to come back there with you. I don't know why. Oh. You better come over in here. No, 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 let us stay there. What? What did you say? I said, let it stay. there.
2: am
0: busy. Things are going on. go. Let Bill. build has got his dance. and If she wants to be with you, at want and All You better come over here and get her. You're right away. Right away. Sure, why not? So I took a deep breath and I went over and got you, okay? Sure. Because another 15 grand was gone. But having you again, I have another chance to get your old man right in his cash box. He came with us. And when the two of you were all set in the house, I went down the street thinking of that fifteen thousand gone and the back of my head was hurting like it was ready to bust wide open him or me him or me I had to do something uh, traps, the poison grain that wasn't enough I had to be sure I'd get him fast before I blew my top oh yeah, yeah I remember I looked down it was a big time like old man Frank always had around his cash feeding grain store I went into the place yeah yeah that's right and hey, Mr. Frank you got rats around here, huh? Have I? Well, how do you get rid of them? Why? We got rats at my house. Will you tell me a sure way to get rid of them? Why? Because I'll pay you off. That's why, any price. I'll pay you anything you want. Well, I haven't got the stuff ready made, but would you want the formula? A formula? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. I got it written down on a paper here somewhere. Huh? Yeah, here it is. It cost you $2. Cash money. Went down the street and I was feeling good. Old man Frank always knew what he was talking about. Holding that piece of paper tight in my hand, I went to Mr. Miller's drugstore.
2: Yes, what is it? Oh, oh, how's the bridegroom? Should I should
0: like Hey, this uh, this prescription, can you fill it right away? Prescription's my business. Hey, what's this for? Old man Frank giving me. It's for killing rats. Very dangerous. Oh, sure, sure. Come on, will you fill it? I'm in a hurry. Oh, this is very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Half an hour later, he came back with two bottles. Mix them, he says. Be careful, he says. When I got home, Kay was sleeping. The pa was snoring. The chair next to bed. So I went to the kitchen. I got a big glass dish and I began to mix the stuff. All of a sudden, Hey, what's going on here? What are you doing? What's that stuff you're mixing? Medicine? No no no. Mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't touch it. What's the matter with you? That poison? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Poison? Yeah. Sure, it's poison. Look that rat. The one that bit me. Just to kill him. Once and for all. Oh. Well, uh, all right, Bill. All right, I. I've got to go home now to supper, but I, I'll be back later. Now, you've got to be careful. He went, and as soon as he did, I finished mixing the stuff, and I filled half a dozen sauces with it. And then I put those sauces all the places I knew he'd go. Kitchen, living room, hallway. And then as I started down into the basement, in the other room, I grabbed it. it until I had all the living room. The lights. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Pieces of saucer on the floor and over by the window, him. Yeah, he was there just the way I dreamed about it, looking up at me. Yeah, what he looked like. He was big. Yeah, 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 he was big. He was bigger than a tomcat. And he wasn't young. His fur was a gray, it was an old gray. His head was sharp and pointed like a key to hell, with black, bright, beady eyes that knew all the answers in hell. Yeah, yeah, his eyes. Something crazy. Just in that minute he looked at me. He was that rat in that road near Frisco. Me in the car, him sitting by the man I'd killed, looking up at me. And all of a sudden he moved. The club in my hand went up. Then I began to laugh. Because whatever he was, wherever he came from, I saw he couldn't get away from me. Not anymore. His hind legs. That poison had done something to him. Now he's just crawling along. Just crawling like a big gray crab in a dirty fur coat. I took a step forward.
3: He stopped crawling.
0: Looked at me like he was trying to figure a way out. There wasn't no way out. He took another little sidestep toward the window. window was partway open. Another little sidestep, his eyes on me. Okay, I said to myself, okay. Three more steps, and then I'll give it to you. Took another step. But between that and the next step, he waited. A long, long time, looking at me all the time as if trying to figure out what I was thinking, what I was gonna do. One more step, I said to myself, You, you've got one step left. His claw started digging into the woods for another move, and then he changed his mind. But all of a sudden, I couldn't wait no more. Now, I I swung the club. He wasn't there. Where he got the French from, I don't know. He threw himself to one side of my club, missed him, and then he was gone. I stood there like I was struck dead. And then I heard... Hey, I'm coming. Yell and in the club. I ran to the bedroom. okay hey, you were sitting up in the back pointing your finger. I saw him on the floor moving toward you. I swung a club. And the light went up. I swung blind in the dark. But I thought the club hit and crushed. And then you, Kay. You were quiet. I didn't have a chance. Now, the way I broke your jaw on a honeymoon. Another girl coming back to town and kissing me. And me going around trying to get the poison. And what the druggist said. And what your pa said about the poison drink. And the way I acted. What they dug up on me in Chicago? I didn't have a chance. Him or me, him or me, him or me, him me. Clock. What do I hear? A clock? Time, yeah. I gotta have more time. An angle. I ain't figured out an angle. Nobody's ever licked me. Nobody. Now how can a dirty, lousy little rat lick? Straps. They're putting straps on my feet. My hands mask over my head. They're gonna burn? Him or me? I guess it's
3: me.
1: This is arch over once more.
0: Someone said to me, Hi, hey, Mr. Ryder, why don't you make us laugh? So, for the sake of a few laughs, my next play is titled Mrs. Kingsley's Report. More about that after a brief message. <laughs> this is over again. First, might I thank with you tonight's players, Larry Dobkin, Barney Phillips, and Barbara Eiler.
2: It's time for Edward R. Murrow with the news, presented by the Ford Division of Ford Motor Company. It's perfectly logical. The car that most people want today is the car that gives them the most for their money. And that car is the new 54 Ford. It's the only low-priced car offering a choice of V8 or 6. The new 130 horsepower wide block V8 or the new 115 horsepower I block 6. It's the only car in its field with new ball joint suspension, a truly modern front suspension system, and Ford offers five optional power assists to help take the drive out of driving. No wonder the new 54 Ford is America's most wanted car. And now, here's Edward R. Murrow.
1: This is the news. The government reports that unemployment increased by 584,000 persons in February. It was the fourth straight monthly increase. There are now 3,671,000 unemployed. In the past three months, December, January, and February, the figure on the unemployed increased by 2 million. Once again tonight, Senator McCarthy and Army Secretary Stevens are in violent verbal disagreement. An Army report says that Senator McCarthy and his chief counsel, Roy Cohn, applied pressure and threats to the Army to try to get special treatment for former committee aide, David Schein, who was drafted into the Army. The Army report says the 27-year-old Cohn threatened to get the Secretary Stevens and wreck the Army. Cohn denied this. And he and McCarthy say the Army has been using this report in an attempt to blackmail the McCarthy committee to give up its search for communists in the Army. McCarthy today released an unsigned memorandum saying that Army Secretary Stevens once suggested that the committee aim its search for communists at the Navy, the Air Force, and the Defense Department. The unsigned McCarthy memorandum says Stevens offered to furnish leads and plenty of dirt for such an investigation. Secretary Stevens promptly called this utterly untrue. And the Army's legal counsel, John G. Adams, who is alleged to have had conversations with McCarthy on such things, calls the McCarthy memorandum fantastic and false. One McCarthy committee member, Republican Potter of Michigan, called for a quick hearing to determine whether what he called these shocking charges against Cohn are true. Another Republican committee member, Birxon of Illinois, said McCarthy violated an agreement with other Republicans not to release his memorandum, at least until they had discussed the Army's report on McCarthy and Cohn. Birxon says, the present controversy has gone far enough. The three Democrats on the committee want an early hearing on the Army's report. So does Republican Senator Munch, another member. Senator McCarthy left Washington today to make some speeches in Wisconsin. I am obliged to assume that most people have on their minds matters of more considerable substance than Senator McCarthy's opinion of this reporter or my opinion of him. However, it might serve some purpose to set at least some part of the record straight. Let us begin with the subject of the Civil Liberties Union. Here is Senator McCarthy's statement on that subject recorded while he was interrogating Reed Harris.
0: Did the Civil Liberties Union... Provide you as an attorney at that time? I had
2: many offices of attorneys, and one of those was from the American Civil Liberties Union, yes. The question is, did the Civil Liberties Union supply you with an attorney? They did supply an attorney. The answer is yes. The
0: answer is yes. Uh, you know the Civil Liberties Union has been looked as a Trump foreign during the work of the Communist Party.
2: Mr. Chairman, this
0: was 1932. Yeah, I know it was 1932. You know that they since have been looked at? As a front during the, of
2: the party. I do not know that they have been listed. So, sir, you don't, you don't know they have been listed. I have heard that mention and yes, I read that mention.
1: Now here is this reporter's comment made on a recent television program. The Reed Harris hearing demonstrates one of the senator's techniques. Twice, he said the American Civil Liberties Union was listed as a subversive front. The Attorney General's list does not and has never listed the ACLU as subversive, nor does the FBI or any other federal government agency. And the American Civil Liberties Union holds in its files letters of commendation from President Truman, President Eisenhower, and General McCarthy. Here again is what Senator McCarthy said last night when asked by Fulton Lewis Jr. to comment on my remarks. May I say that there are some individuals in the ACLU who are good Americans, but Merrill again was not telling the truth when he said it had not been lifted. I have, as you see here, Fulton, the fourth report of Un American activities. Uh, Committee in California, I quote from on page 107, and this is a quotation in regard to the organization that Murrow said had not been lifted. Quote, the American Civil Liberties Union may be definitely classed as a communist front or a transmission belt organization. At least 90% of its efforts are expended on behalf of communists who come into conflict with the law. So, that, again, Mr. Murrow is not telling the truth. I specifically stated the Attorney General's list, the FBI, and any other government agency. Someone lied. There's no doubt about that. Now let us turn to another subject. Mr. Lewis last night asked the Senator to comment on a television program of which I am the editor. Here is Senator McCarthy's reply. I have no hesitation in giving it such circulation as this broadcast may enjoy. I'm say Fulton, and I have a little difficulty... Uh, answering the specific attacks that he made because I never looked into the extreme left-wing, bleeding-heart elements of uh, radio or television. The senator may have me there. I may be a bleeding heart, being not quite sure of what it means. As for being extreme left-wing, that is political shorthand. But if the senator means that I am somewhat to the left of his position and of Louis XIV, he is correct. Now, here are the facts about that Moscow summer school. The date was 1935. I was the assistant director of the Institute of International Education. This organization dealt primarily with the exchange of students and professors between this and foreign countries. It had established offices in London, Paris, Berlin, Geneva, and elsewhere. It was largely financed at that time by the Carnegie Corporation and the Rockefeller Foundation. Among its board of trustees were such as John Foster Dulles, John Baptist Moore, Thomas W. Lamont, Virginia Gildersleeve, and others equally distinguished. I believed 18 years ago, and I believe today, that mature American graduate students and professors can engage in conversation and controversy, the clash of ideas, with communists anywhere under peacetime conditions without becoming contaminated or converted. To deny this would be to admit that in the realm of ideas, faith and conviction, the communist cause, dogma, and doctrine is stronger than our own. This reporter declines to admit that, but remains uncertain as to Senator McCarthy's position on this matter. This seems to be the open season for quoting Lincoln. Last night, Senator McCarthy quoted from Lincoln's speech of 1838. I'd like to read you these words from that same speech. I hope I am overweary, but if I am not... There is even now something of ill omen amongst us. I mean the increasing disregard for law which pervades the country. The growing disposition to substitute the wild and furious passions in lieu of the sober judgment of courts. And the worse than savage mobs for the executive ministers of justice. Good night and good luck. If you haven't had a test drive in the new 54 Ford,
2: your Ford dealer cordially invites you to stop in. While you're there, be sure and try Ford's five optional power assists. They really take the drive out of driving. After your test drive, you'll ask yourself, why pay more than the price of a new 54 Ford? You can't buy better. Listen to Murrow on Monday, when he'll again be presented by the Ford.